0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome to Build Your Own Funnel. This is the podcast where we, inbound marketers, teach you, remodelers, how to build your own marketing and sales funnel. On this podcast, we are never shy about diving into the weeds and giving concrete examples of campaigns that we have seen and run that have worked, boosting sales for remodelers like yourself. I'm your co-host, I am your co-host Malachi Price, BuilderFunnels inbound marketing consultant. And today I am joined by Builder Funnel president and co-host Danielle Russell and consulting specialist and DJ, Matt Ehrlich. Now, why don't we hop into, uh, give us a refresher, Danielle, on what makes this week special for us, the week that we are recording these episodes.
1: This week is so special, Mal, because it is Builder Funnel bunny week so for anyone who hasn't listened to the previous episodes where we describe what this is it is essentially a week for us to celebrate being punny and egging the team on with any rabbit related content that makes us smile you know have a little fun lighten up so this week that we are recording these episodes we are as a team internally at builder funnel we are uh just sharing all kinds of bunny related jokes and on this episode we will be doing the same with you and if you want to take part in this please leave us a review and include some bunny related pun some some rabbit content it's a great opportunity for you to win this book i will mail you a copy personally if you leave us a review with a bunny related pun this week
0: cool that's great why wouldn't they leave a review Absolutely. a free book
1: it's, it's a free book it's a, it's free, a book. Free, it's free
0: book it's free real estate it's a free book
1: you're gonna get it... so many free ideas from this free book
0: it's true and if if you hate it which you won't you you get a free paperweight i mean come on how can you turn that down
1: Seriously. free summer bonfire material
0: all right, why don't we talk about what, are, what we're drinking today. Um, today is a special day across the country because for some reason, even though we all live in various parts of the country, I live in Colorado Springs. Danielle, where do you live?
1: Westchester, Pennsylvania, just west of Philly. Matt, where are you at? Long Island.
0: Long Island. The place of bagels and, uh, I don't know, pizza. Coffee. Is. Coffee. Mm. Um, But yeah, I guess apparently regardless of where we are today, everyone's sweating their ass off. Uh, So Mm -hmm. what I'm drinking is is water, good old-fashioned water. Oh, I guess we all are.
1: Tis the season.
0: And you should be too, because (laughs) whenever you're listening to this, it's probably soon after we release these episodes, it's probably pretty hot out. Even if it's not a hot out, you should be drinking water, but I digress.
1: 64 ounces a day minimum
0: hydrate or dehydrate so it's on you it's true it's true all right so what the heck are we talking about today today i want to talk about my old friends um a client that i've been working with for a while a client in texas we're gonna talk about my it's favorite so hot topic. there right now
1: oh so yeah hot i can't even texas. imagine Oof.
0: Actually, quick digression, Ooh. but I was in the Houston airport uh, maybe a month ago now, so it wasn't even, like, summer yet. I was just in the airport, and I was dying. It, the air was like a bath of hot water. The air. Yeah. Like, we were, no, we were thank all you. cutting through it as we were walking through the airport.
1: it has got to be a sound effect for that. Where's our slicing sound, Matt? Come on, Matt. Oh, yeah. Hold on. You have two um... sounds one. Yeah, you could literally slice through the air. That's the air being <laughs> stabbed by the slice.
0: That's not what I had in mind.
1: This is what the airport sounded like while Malachi was there. That's pretty accurate. He was texting me the whole time telling me, he was like, dude, you're not going to believe it. They just threw a horse. And I was like, that's pretty wild in a, uh international airport.
0: I mean, we were in Texas. Horses everywhere. They have horses in the airport. I mean, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're talking about a client who lives in Texas, who I'm sure has uh, some, some feelings of, uh, I'm sure they're not enjoying the way that we're mocking Texas right now, but. Uh, he it's called me wanted to Yeah, they can live with it. We're talking about a client who... Um, we're going to talk about traffic. We're going to talk about website traffic. Because that is that's the, like, entry point to... I mean, this is how I look at it anyway. That's kind of the entry point to moving down the funnel of what you're doing in your marketing. All you're really trying to do from the get-go when you start inbound marketing is you're trying to get people to your website. And odds are if you're not doing inbound marketing yet, uh, which maybe you're not if you're listening to this podcast or maybe you're trying to learn more about it, um, odds are you're not getting a lot of website traffic yet. And that was the challenge uh, with this client when, when they started working us with us. They were getting no organic traffic whatsoever. Now organic traffic, let's talk about organic traffic really quickly um i'm already sick of my own voice danielle do you want to describe what organic traffic is
1: yeah there's a lot that goes into this but like just a quick summary organic traffic is anytime someone is looking something up in google they're typing in keywords and you have content that includes those keywords that answers this person's question and google wants to connect searchers with content that answers questions so they type in keywords you have keywords in your blog for example that blog comes up when someone searches and probably you're on the first page of google if someone is clicking on that link they land on your website boom organic traffic
0: yeah and that's just one form of traffic um odds are if you haven't started doing inbound marketing yet that your main source of traffic is direct traffic Direct traffic, those are people who already knew who you were and they typed you in by name and they found your website. And that's good too. Of course, we love that. Um, Of course, we love that. But that's not really a challenge as much as getting more organic traffic because that's how you get people to find you who weren't even looking for you. Maybe even people who didn't even know that they wanted to remodel yet, but we'll talk about top of the funnel content, which is what that's about in a different episode um so the point being this is why we value organic traffic so much and we're going to see today as we dive in a little bit more deeply uh how organic traffic can actually translate to more qualified leads and eventually you know more qualified leads means customers so let's talk about that i'm going to share my screen so you guys can see what i'm talking about we're talking about this uh, case study right here that i'm really proud of that's my name right there um let's pause for effect that's my name right there this is i did this Um, thank you thank you thank you very much um so yeah client in texas again their challenge uh and this is uh this is a luxury custom home builder uh in houston uh they mostly do whole home remodels and additions uh in addition to custom homes really custom homes is is, is the most important thing to them but also uh, full scale remodels and additions uh, but the issue was we weren't getting any organic visits in fact their website wasn't doing much for them at all and this isn't this isn't uh, this isn't to talk crap about these guys they were doing everything right on their end uh, it's just that w- if you're not doing inbound marketing you're not getting organic traffic to your website because why would you um, you're not that that's just not how it works um so yeah they were averaging around 700 organic sessions per month when they started inbound marketing um and that's going to pale in comparison to what we're going to see actually i'm going to throw it over to this page here where we can see how their traffic on their website has grown over time so we started working with them in late twenty nineteen. You can see that right here on this graph. Unfortunately, people who are just who aren't listening uh, can't see this graph. But uh, I mean, how would you describe what we're looking at here, Danielle?
1: Lettuce pause and take a look. Oh no, my hop. That was a lettuce. Bunnies. Bunnies eat there lettuce. Let us pause and like really appreciate (laughs) um, (laughs) that. I mean, visually, look, it looks like there's almost no organic traffic um, before they started working with us. Then you can see it kind of like slowly growing, um, very incremental growth of maybe like a couple hundred new visits. It looks like a month or so. month over month. So it's like steady growth and now all of a sudden looks like maybe February, 2021-ish. It just took off. It goes like straight up and to the right. Um, You love to see it. Beautiful, beautiful graph. So like right around a thousand organic traffic visitors to the website and then now uh, over 10,000.
0: A month. Yes, indeed. Wow. Whoever strategized this was a genius. Who was that? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, again, looking at February 2020, which is already a few months after we started inbound marketing, uh, we're looking at 583 uh, total sessions, otherwise known as total amount of times that people visited the website, basically 583. And then it's when we got to March, 2021, that we hit uh, the hockey stick uh, curve. Uh, this is something Spencer always talks about that I love, which is that um, with, with a hockey stick, it starts to curve up a little bit at at the very end of the stick, just a little bit, a little amount. And that little bit of curve can look like a lot in the moment. But then when you zoom out, eventually you get to the point where you hit uh, the the neck of the hockey stick. I don't feel like this analogy is really killing it for me right now I can't explain it as well as Spencer does, but that's where I it mean, just kind of goes Google. Out.
1: Yeah, just look up a hockey stick. That's what this yeah. graph looks like
0: Yeah Something like that
1: but you'll
0: notice uh, if you're looking at uh, If you're watching the video, but I'll explain it for you guys that most of what we're seeing on this graph is the green numbers the green numbers represent organic search so what we're seeing is that even though or uh, search uh, sessions to this website increased overall um, over the course of the past couple years it's the green stuff it's appropriate that it's green can we get a (laughs) cha-ching again not the not the sound effect i had in mind but i think that was even better um it's the green stuff that actually makes up the majority of the traffic we can see by the time we get to uh, where we're at now in fact it's uh, i would say around 90% of the traffic is organic specifically um here's mm-hmm. the thing about traffic what do you what do you think about traffic what's the deal with traffic Danielle? what's the problem here
1: look i got Remodeler Rebecca on the line she wants to know why should I care about organic traffic what does this mean for me because at the end of the day I am paying you to help me grow my business and I'm not quite sure I am connecting these dots and help me out here
0: okay so you are asking why remodeler Rebecca Rebecca should give a shit about traffic basically yeah what's the deal with this yeah i understand who cares traffic isn't leads right it's not the same thing it's just a bunch of people visiting your website and that's right like that that is that's true leads is the most important metric still however if you're getting more traffic on your website you are getting a lot more eyes looking at your content looking at your projects getting interested in you and moving down that funnel you're casting a much wider net so for example, looking at this chart, we can see that, um, let's see, in 2020, there were a few months where we had something like 300, 500 website visitors. Um, and we still we still had a fair amount of leads at that time too, from things other than inbound marketing. And that's great, but it's when we get to over here, where we start having 10,000, 11,000 visitors every month, uh, that we, I mean we're, we're 10xing the amount of people that, that are visiting your website. Now this doesn't mean every, anything if you don't have a website that converts well. If you have a crap website and you have 11,000 people visiting that crap website for month, for every month, um, they're going to show up on your website and they're going to be like this is crap and they're going to leave and they're not going to convert, they're not going to become leads. But that's why if we zoom out, we can talk about how this is part of a more holistic inbound marketing strategy. Our goal was not just to get traffic to this website. This is just a lovely byproduct. The goal is to get more leads. The way that we did that was by creating content that attracts those leads content that is qualified because they are searching things related to, in this case, Houston, Texas, or in your case, dear listener, wherever it is that you work, whatever your service area is. And by looking up that area and looking up the service that you provide with that area, they're going to find your content, assuming that you have content that works. So that's where I'm going to jump over to this next chart. It's a pretty simple pie chart uh, for those of you who can't see. But this chart represents all of the actual customers uh, that this remodeler and home builder has gotten over the last couple years. Now, the biggest part of the chart is still offline sources. So this this represents things like referrals, which as you probably know, uh, as I think we all know by now, referrals tend to actually be the most qualified leads most of the time. So We can see that a good chunk, about almost 70 percent of of the uh, customers that this home builder has had, this home builder and remodeler, um, 70 percent has been from offline sources. I also want to add by the way that that includes all of the customers that they had before they started doing inbound marketing. Now that's important to keep in mind. Because when they first started doing inbound marketing, this pie chart was basically just a circle where offline sources was the whole circle. But now, what we can see is we have organic search making up 18% of customers. So that's seven in the last few years. Um, and we have set, uh, 8% coming from direct traffic. And then we have organic social media, which is another thing we won't talk about too much in this specific episode, but it is part of a holistic inbound marketing strategy as well as your social media, making up 5% of the overall customers for this client. So what this means is that, yes, the offline sources are still making up the majority of the customers, but we can see that after a couple years, we're already getting to the point uh, where a third of overall customers since the beginning of time is already looking like um, they're coming from inbound sources. Hopefully that all makes sense. Any points
1: of clarification I should give here, Danielle? Do you think this all makes sense? Those are some hair raising numbers and I'm very excited to see this happy for our client. I think it's also just worth noting that when we say seven customers from organic search, it's important to know that these are multi-million dollar homes, right? Like this isn't, um, this is a very huge uh, purchase decision. So part of why referrals, signage, all of those offline sources, um, you know, you're gonna, you're more likely to buy a custom home if one of your friends recommends a place, right, Then, organic search. So that's part of that, like, um, just more context around why we think Seven is super fantastic from organic search, if that sounds like a small amount to you, that's years worth of business right there.
0: Yeah, I guess just to put it in even more perspective, um, I mean, the reason why we mentioned this is because inbound marketing, is a bit of a chore. It takes a lot of work. It's kind of expensive. If you're doing it internally uh, at your own company, you're gonna want to have someone train and learn how to do it, which takes a lot of time. Might take a lot of money. If you're gonna work with an agency, it's pretty similar. It's it's an investment. Um, But the reason why we're looking at this is because we can see that uh, if you're building, if you're building some large projects, uh, just one inbound marketing contact could pay for a whole year of marketing or at least in this case we're talking about million dollar homes but even if you're doing smaller remodelers if you have a third of your customers that are coming from inbound marketing your inbound marketing should be paying for itself tenfold and this is how we can see that I think I'll dive into a little bit more of just the uh, overall results that we've seen from this um, so, we're talking about uh, 12% of total customers are now organic website leads. Uh, formerly, that was around 0%. Uh, we're looking at 7,000 average monthly blog views and counting. That does not include more recent months. More recently, we're looking at around 11,000. Uh, 73,000 all time blog reviews. We're talking about 25% of total customers being sourced from inbound marketing activities for this client, which actually depending on how you look at it it's uh, it's somewhere between twenty five percent and and a third actually so really the key takeaways here are that um, you know even the title of this blog is is about 10xing website traffic and again maybe traffic isn't the most important thing but the thing that traffic brings in and that it filters through your website the thing that the ultimate goal of a cohesive inbound marketing strategy, all of this traffic is just a byproduct of that. So there's a mic drop there. Um, we don't really have time on this episode to talk about what a cohesive inbound marketing strategy consists of. Uh, that's what we, we have a bunch of free content on the builder Funnel website for that. We're gonna be making more podcasts talking about this stuff in detail to get you guys familiar with it. Um, We also have other podcasts where you can learn more about this. So I don't wanna get too much into the weeds on this episode about what these strategies tend to look like, but we will. That will be one of our main goals on this podcast. So any final thoughts from Danielle, Matt, or Remodeler Rebecca? Any other questions? interesting things we can glean from this.
1: Another takeaway that I think this will make a, a great future episode also in just really highlighting that your conversion rate on your website really mm-hmm. matters. So when you're getting not just like you don't just want a website that converts, which is kind of um to keep things simple, that's what we were saying in this episode, but to throw out some numbers typically when we first meet Remodeler Rebecca, her website conversion rate is probably around a half a percent. That's pretty typical. Uh, We try to increase that to about 1.5% within the first year of inbound marketing. Um, Things as simple as launching a cost guide so that people have something to download. So they're converting on it. They're filling out a form to get that. Um, Adding more contact us forms throughout the site. There are lots of really easy ways to help increase your conversion rate also, so that when your website traffic does go from 800 to 8,000 a month, uh, you're you're seeing that conversion rate hold steady, and that's when the leads start coming in big time. It's
0: true. I hope that made sense. Yeah, basically, let's talk very simple numbers here. Let's say that you have 10 people visiting your website a month before you start having a cohesive marketing strategy of any kind, and you're converting at we'll call it 10%. That'll be one visitor per month that is a new lead. 10%, by the way, is a great conversion rate. I'm just just oversimplifying. um, But let's say that your website converts amazingly uh, at 10%. Let's say that you then 10x your traffic, like we were talking about uh, having done for this client. Let's say that they have Let's say that they have 100 now visitors per month, but we're still holding steady at a 10% conversion rate. That's 10 10 times as many leads. That's 10. Which, again, these are weird numbers because if you're a remodeler and you're looking at your metrics, the numbers aren't going to actually look like this. But we're just making a point through analogy here Um, that traffic maybe doesn't mean anything unless you do have a website that converts well. And then that just means that the more traffic you're funneling into your website, the more conversions you're getting that are turning into leads.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And Mel, as always, fantastic insight, great strategy. I'm all ears. If you have any other final tips for our dear listeners any
0: final tips let's see a lot of a a lot of the really a lot of the really sexy stuff that I want to talk about related to this kind of inbound marketing I don't think that we'll have time to talk about on this episode but I think what I'll do is give you a preview what is it that we did for this client that that got them all this traffic that got them these leads this consists of consistent blogging every month, blogging about topics that uh, you know a potential web- website visitor would be interested in. Um, and there, that's a whole can of worms of its own. We can talk about that some more. You wanna make sure that you are growing an email list that you can be nurturing uh, with your content. You wanna make sure that you have a presence on social media. want sure, You wanna make sure that you have a clean, functional website. Um, you want to make sure that you know which specific keywords you're trying to rank for and that you're optimizing your website and your content for search engines in order to uh, in order to connect with those those keywords again this is just a preview but when we talk about a cohesive inbound marketing strategy we're talking about how all of these things interconnect and work together so it gets a little complicated but that's why we can break it up into chunks and talk about mark, uh, Sorry, blogging, we can talk about email, we can talk about social media, and how they work individually, and then how they can work together. Again, we don't have time to talk about that on this podcast episode, but um, I will be excited to dive more into the weeds on any of those individual things in future podcasts.
1: Sweet. Thanks for dangling the carrot. And I am... Thank you so excited for Builder Funnel Bunny Week to come to a close here after this episode. Um, It's been a good week. How about a reminder
0: that uh, in in the spirit of Builder Funnel Bunny Week, uh, leave us a review, you'll get a free book. It's that simple. And in fact... If you want some more details on what a cohesive marketing strategy will look like, you can you can learn everything about that just from reading that book. And it's only, I think, what, 140, 150 pages? Yeah, right around there. Read yep. it in a weekend. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, brilliant. We'll call it a wrap on this episode, but we'll see you for the next one on BYOF.